0: Welcome back to Passionate World Talk Radio, educate, enlighten, entertain, also cool your heels, heard every Tuesday evening from 8 to 9 p.m. on amfm247.com, and this morning our special guest, Corby Midlead, who wrote a book, Clean Out Your Closet, she's an author, she's also a psychic, but we're just concentrating on her book today, so good morning, Corby, how are you doing?
1: I'm well. Let me make two quick corrections. The last name is pronounced Corby Mitlide, okay. and the name of the book is Clean Out Your Life Closet. Clean. I'm not Marie Kondo. All right. Great. So you call it a self-help book. What yeah. is
0: so special about your self-help book as compared to many other self-help books out there?
1: Oh, it's very simple. Every single one of us has done the self-help book search, and we go out there, and we're browsing the titles, and the book looks like it's got a great title and, and some sexy ideas on the back. And we'll flip through a couple of pages, and it looks good, but we get it home, and it doesn't speak to us directly. What I've done is turned that on its head. After each of my chapters, you've got a series of questions, open-ended There are no right or wrong answers, or you can take what I wrote, make it specifically fit your life. By the end of your reading the book, this has now become your personal manual, and somebody else would read it differently.
0: I think that's a great idea, but how difficult is it for people to pick up a book like that and then say, I'm going to customize it?
1: It's not difficult because the questions really aren't hard. For instance, when you do carry experiences, not things, there are four kinds of people in the chapter. Which one are you? What does that bring to your life? So it's not a matter of needing to understand um, deep concepts. It's loving yourself enough to just look inside and put things on the table And not judge them. Just, this is what I've got. Do I want it? Do I want to get rid of it? This is not a, I don't use should or must in this book. Because that's what sets people on bad roads. If you read a self-help book that says, you must eat vegetarian in order to have a higher vibration, and you're like me, your blood numbers go screwy, and you're always miserable on a veg diet, how has that helped you? That's not self-help. That is being lectured to. So this book trusts my readers to know what they need. I think that's good
0: because I know how that one goes. I mean, I have a friend who put herself one on these water diets, and she's real excited. She lost 10 pounds, and I'm thinking, yeah, going to do this for the rest of your life, huh?
1: Yeah, it's it's crazy. And, so, you know, you this, this need to give book. yourself
0: permission to do things.
1: Yes, it's a book that says to my clients or whoever picks up the book, Hi, I love you. I trust you. So let me see how I can help you explore what you specifically want. Very different. So
0: what are some of the things that you explore in your book to help
1: people help
0: themselves?
1: Well, when I... Started writing it, I sent a survey to all of my clients saying, What things would you really want to learn about? And the four that were at the absolute top were how to become clear, your clarity in your life, how to simplify your life, adaptability going with the flow, and how to deal with stress and use it as a friend, not as the enemy. And so those are the four subjects in the book. You ought to do a second book about dealing with baggage. Um, I have two other books that are in the pipeline. Uh, Clean Out Your Life Closet is actually one of three in the self-development project. The next one is going to be called The Big Reboot, and the third one is Be Your Own Masterpiece. So we're getting there.
0: you are getting there. That's good because that's one of the things I decided I would not pass along to my son when I was bringing him up with, not giving him my baggage or 5,000 years worth of baggage. Mm-hmm. I decided he could probably create his own without any help from me. Therefore, let him start with a clean plate.
1: The world has never changed as fast as it's changing now. Um, you know, we are the uh, dreaded boomers. But when we were growing up, we were not in fear 24-7 the way the, the world has been since t- uh, the year of 2000. So we have to accept that how we learned may be an older model. We have to bring it up to a different one now. And I think
0: that is important for
1: the younger kids
0: out there to understand that change is possible
1: at any age. Yes. Um, if, If you don't change, you die. That's a simple tenet of nature. And we go in cycles. So if we can help them grab hold of their youth now, make it bigger, better, more comfortable to live in, they are going to be perhaps better elders than we have been. I think that they did not, though the world has changed, they
0: did not come out of the Great War, or the two Great Wars, World War One, World War Two. Mm -hmm. And also, they do not seem to have the mentality that we had back in the 50s and 60s with the bomb shelters.
1: The other thing is that we have turned the world into 24-7. When we were kids, no, you wouldn't expect to have a phone glued to your hip. You wouldn't expect to get texts a text at 2.30 in the morning. There were times to ratchet down and to think. Now it's much tougher and we have to respect that how we learned, how we teach has to have a different form. Not because we're better or worse than the kids, but because the world is different.
0: How much is your book doing in other countries? Because I'm sure they need to clean out their life closet as well.
1: Um, I'm really not sure. I know that since it's self published, it's a little tougher to send over the paperback, but it is in both Kindle and an audiobook form. I've always felt that a nonfiction book should be read by the author if the author has any kind of a good voice, because we're the ones who were passionate about the message we were getting across. And so if we're reading it, we will literally be able to reach through the earbuds to the client and say, here, come into my world. Let me share with you. So in that sense, it's available all over the world, and it's getting there, but it is always tougher to do a self-published book than with a big box publisher. Oh, absolutely,
0: absolutely. So when you set up your life closet, and I take it that you know how to set up a life closet so that you can keep clarity and purpose, and your, where you're going all in an organized manner? hmm So how does one set up a life closet?
1: Oh, life closet, L-I-F-E. Yes. What I want people to understand is look in the closet. How many of us have old shoes, things we tossed in there because we didn't know what to do with, old clothes that we've hung up? So... When you go through the four parts, clarity is where you get clear on what you want to have in there. You get clear on your relationships, your purpose, how you connect with spirit. Once you've gotten clear on that, then you're ready to simplify. And simplify means get rid of everything that isn't really what you want. That's when there are two chapters or four chapters, life as a tiny house, finding happiness with what you have right now carrying experiences, not things, and what to do with stuff when you've lightened your load. Then you're ready to learn how to go with the flow. These days, you don't always get to plan everything to the nth degree. So that's where I teach people why perfect isn't what you think it is. The fact that stumbling toward enlightenment is fine. The warning that perfect can destroy good, but there's always when to stand your ground. And the last part is stress is a complicated friend. There's not one person in the world who doesn't deal with stress. So I show what the difference is between good stress and bad stress. I explain stress as the shot across the bow, which is the instant thing stress mm-hmm. as mission creep where you just keep forgetting to say no and stress the donkey in the hole in the ground. When it looks tough, just keep stepping up. So it's, Not a a one-step thing. And that's important because when people think it's only one step, then they either get it right or I screwed it up, and they may not go back to it. When I show them that there are literally 16 little things that I show them and they can pick and choose, then at the end of it, their life closet is going to be beautifully set up. It will only have in it what they want. And there will be room for other things in there, remember the old saying "The universe pours a vacuum." Yes, well,
0: it's awful. i always always think of it of the closet in Narnia's book that what it looks like from the outside is not exactly what it is like in the inside, and you only we, have to explore what's in the inside that makes it larger.
1: Yes, that is precisely right.
0: I would think too that you would try to apply this type of book possibly to kids in high school who also experience a lot of the adult complications of their life when they're still in high school.
1: Well, I was delighted, you know, we all have um what I call your um niece by affection or nephew by affection. Yes. And um one of the people that I have uh, Kelly, her name is Kelly. She's my oldest client. I started reading her when her kid was four. The kid is graduating high school this year. And she specifically gave that book to her child. And the child got a huge amount out of it. Um, it was self development. It was from an adult and a teenager perspective. And she said that the clarity chapter was an exceptionally important reminder that we have to stay mindful around her own self-care, and she was having trouble with that. So, yes, this is not a book with jargon. This is not a book that assumes that teenagers haven't got brains. This is a book that can help anybody, I would say, from 12 years old on up.
0: So if you were to approach a class, for example, in a Let's see, 12 is in junior high in Pennsylvania. I don't know what it's like anywhere else. Mm -hmm. No, junior uh, high school, excuse me. They don't have junior high here. But (laughs) you uh, you were to give uh, a lecture on how to clean out their life closet. What are some of the things you would suggest that they look at in addition to clarity?
1: Well, the thing that I would work on most is stress because kids these days have a huge amount of stress. But I would also work with them with my three favorite questions, which I learned at the Option Institute in Massachusetts many years ago. What are you X about? X is unhappy or sad or depressed or angry. Why are you X about that? What do you think would happen if you stopped being X about that? Too many times kids, teenagers, They say something, and the parent immediately tries to correct them, tell them what to do. They don't let the child sit with what's going on in order for the child to understand it. I call this being a happy Martian detective, for instance. Someone was sitting across from me with water coming out of their eyes. I might say, why are you crying? And I could be wrong. A Martian who has no conception of what being human is like would look at them and say, why is there water coming from your eyes? And the Martian might be right because maybe they have allergies, or maybe their contacts are bugging them, or maybe they have an emotional problem to look at. Because the Martian didn't judge at all, but simply asked, all answers are on the table. And you will be amazed at how wonderful a teenager feels when the parent or the adult doesn't try to fix it, correct it, admonish it, but just listens.
0: Yes, when I wrote my teenage book, that was one of my communication tools I told adults. I said, tape your mouth, stuff a pillow in there, put a mask over your face, but open up your ears and listen to what your son or daughter has to say. And I said, just not listen, hear what they are saying. Pay attention. Don't be quick to compare it to your own experience." Because this is not about you. This is about them.
1: That's right. And there are two magic phrases there. The first one is, I believe in you. To me, that means even more than I love you. Because you can love someone and not believe in them. But when you believe in them, you absolutely love them. And the next sentence is, how can I support you? And shut up and let them tell you. Yes.
0: And I find that is quite Difficult for many parents to accept, possibly because nobody gave them that opportunity when they were teens.
1: That's exactly right. But this is, again, where the thing about change comes in. Uh, There were certain things that we were told as kids that were still part of the norm. You should do it this way. There is no norm anymore for kids or for adults, really. So we have to be willing to explore all sides of the question, all sides of the situation, to see if there's a new way of dealing with it we haven't run into yet.
0: And I think that it's important for the child to understand that they are an equal, not property. as so many people
1: still look at their children as property, property. Uh, A saying that I love is our children come through us. They do not belong to us. Too many parents forget that.
0: Yes, or they live their life through their child in the hopes of achieving what they themselves could not do.
1: Oh, please. I remember that my wedding um, was what my mother wanted because... She got married with a quick three days before my father shipped out in World War II. So the dresses were not what I wanted. The food was not what I wanted. I could barely pick out the groom, and she was arguing about that. So, yes, I get it. Um, We have to realize our kids are Martians, and we have to let them show us what they think the road is. And if we can come along with them, that's fine. But they have to point at the road signs.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. It seems like you and I are pretty much in the same wavelength in that respect. There are a lot of things I learned along the way with my child, but I think the one that surprised him the best at age 16, I said, you are right, I am wrong, mommy is going to go punish herself. And his jaw dropped down to the stairwell.
1: I'm curious, why did you have to punish yourself?
0: Oh, I didn't really, but he understood that I was apologizing to him for being wrong because parents are not always right in their assessment of the situation. And I wanted him to know that parents make mistakes as well, and I can own the mistake. Mm -hmm. Most parents have trouble owning their mistakes in front of their children.
1: They I need to realize that being a parent is not a license that will be revoked if you get something wrong. That's where a lot of that fear comes in.
0: Yes. Well,
1: a lot of parents must be right because
0: they're the parent. I really hate it when I hear on TV or other places, I'm the parent, you're the kid, I'm right, you're wrong. Because that's mm-hmm. not true. And no, it, not It sets a very bad precedent for the child for when they become an adult they'll turn around and say the exact same words even though they vow to themselves they won't be like their mother or their father
1: and all this is part of your life closet mm -hmm. so I would say to the parent where do you want your kid to end up and is what you're doing to with for them now really going to help them there you know, if you, there was a client I had every time the child did something wrong, the mother would get exasperated and say, here, let me show you how to do that and do it for them. And now the child is 40 and can't make a decision can't, and just second guesses everything they do and assumes they're always wrong. So even though the parent meant well, they destroyed that child. You have to learn to back off.
0: You have to learn to let them make their own mistakes and learn from the mistake they made. Yes. I mean, my kid was picked up for speeding once or twice and given a ticket. And he says, how am I going to pay for it? And I said, the same way everybody else pays their bills. They get a job.
1: Mm-hmm. You should have thought of that ahead of time, darling.
0: Yes, exactly. But they don't. And so... I wanted him to realize that that he was doing this. He had to take the responsibility and own it, that I was not going to make it better for him. It's not like he's a little kid and I can kiss it and the pain will go away. In fact, I used to tell him, it's going to hurt when you get that shot. No doubt about it. It's going to hurt. But it'll make you feel a lot better when everybody else gets sick and you don't.
1: Makes perfect sense.
0: Well, I didn't want to sugarcoat anything for him. I wanted him to understand that it was his choice. He made his decision, and he had to stick by it. But he was also responsible for whatever choice he made. I told him, I said, I got, you know, I made my own problems. I'm learning how to solve my problems, and you have to learn how to do that too. I'm not going to give you the easy road out of it
1: a hard it, lesson to it, learn. It probably made him a stronger adult.
0: He's a very strong adult. He's raising three kids, and they're getting the same oh, training that I gave him, and the kids don't seem the worst for wear.
1: Excellent.
0: And I think that's the best thing that you can give to a person is a life closet. So when yeah. are you going to become a big national brand? <laughs>
1: Oh, my darling, I've been working on that for a long time. Um, seriously, uh, I was a road warrior for 18 years. Last year, a back injury has now put me you know, at home, uh, very little traveling. But I have a worldwide client base uh, because of my books, because of the books I'm in with Robert Schwartz, and because I keep myself available and an open presence. Um, next thing, who knows, maybe a reality show that usually kicks people up pretty well. Yes, it does. And
0: it's like hitting them over the head with a two by four continuously. So I'm all for it because I know that's the only way to really get people's attention and keep their attention.
1: Well, they have explained that we now have an attention span of eight seconds, which means ours is less than a goldfish. So it takes a lot of new methods. Well, we'll just have to get a school of goldfish together. There you go.
0: So, Corby, please tell everybody where they can find you on the World Wide Web. All pertinent information and anything
1: else you would like to add. All right. I'm kind of hard to avoid. You can go to my website, com. You can find me under Corby Midlide on both Instagram and Twitter. On Facebook, find me at Fire through spirit. If you're interested in either of my books, Clean Out Your Life Closet or The Psychic Yellow Brick Road, you can find them both on Amazon. And um, this is my full-time job, six days a week, 14, 15 hours at the desk. So there will always be a time for you to find me so that we can work on cleaning out your life closet together.
0: Terrific. Ladies and gentlemen, and children of all ages, you can hear this interview with Corby all over again at https colon forward slash forward slash passionateworldtalkradio.com. Right-hand side of the page menu. Scroll down till you come to cool your heels. Click on it, and voila, you will see it. It's also posted on all social media and at least 15 to 20 different podcasts and audio directories. Once again, you'll hear it next Tuesday evening on amfm247.com forward slash Lillian Caldwell. And before you go away and stray, Jubard had this to say, in 1842, we find little in a book but what we put there. But in great books, the mind finds room to put many things. Thank you all very much for listening. And remember, until next time, thank you. Are you looking for an internet talk radio station for your podcast? Look no further. At the helm of Passionate World Talk Radio are two women that want to provide a spot for you and your podcast to be heard. There are many other places for your podcast, but PWTR has the audience. You will not be disappointed. Our station has been on the Internet for the past 16 years. Call us for more information, 484-364-1032. Or text Jeannie White, station manager at T H E C-O-N-N-E-C-T-S-H-O-W at gmail.com for our podcast show details. Thank you for listening to Passionate World Talk Radio. You can listen to this program all over again by going over to https colon forward slash forward slash passionate world talk You can also hear it on Spotify, Spreaker. Amazon, A-L-E-X-A, amfm247.com every Tuesday evening between 8 and 9 p.m., YouTube, Facebook, Facebook Live, LinkedIn, and all the other podcast directories one can find on the Internet.